Blog Talk Radio. Sponsored by WomenSpeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, you're listening to Marnie's Friends. Well, this is Marnie. You can tell we've got weather going on here today. <laughs> our, our, uh, our sound panel is just spinning out endlessly. Welcome, welcome to you. Excited to have you with us for another edition of Marnie's Friends. And uh, excited to have our guests with us today, too, Felicia Slatterly of SignatureSpeechSecrets.com. During the next hour, you're going to want to grab some kind of a notepad because you're going to discover exactly how to win the hearts of your audience from the stage. And by the way, we're talking today about keys to making money as a speaker there came of course a little late better late than never right <laughs> i'll just tune that down during the next hour you're going to discover the six elements of a successful speaking business that work for you even when you're not on a stage five keys to making money as a speaker and three ways to make one thousand dollars in the next 30 days using speaking how to combine your speaking and writing to build an amazing profitable business you love Tips to using social media to get yourself booked for more speaking gigs. Seven reasons even professional speakers still sometimes agree to speak for free. Three technology myths most stopping, uh, that most stop speakers from sharing their God-given messages with those they are here to serve and how to get past them. Also, five must-have marketing materials for every successful speaker and three steps to partnering with God. Like I said, if you haven't got a notepad already, you're going to need one. Felicia Fodderly is our guest today. She's the best-selling author of 21 Ways to Make Money Speaking and has trained CEOs, celebrities, experts, and others to develop market and deliver speeches that build relationships from the stage and get amazing results. Her website is SignatureSpeechSecrets.com. Welcome, Felicia. Hi, Marnie. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Well, it is great to have you here, and hopefully that will be the end of our technical difficulties, but who knows? We're just going to count on a great hour, (laughs) either which way. (laughs) All right. So you've been doing this for a while, and you've been helping other people do it, and you actually have uh, a premise that you kind of start from that you want us as speakers to win the hearts of our audiences from the stage. So just go ahead and launch right into that concept. Sure. Well, it's a philosophy that I both live by and teach called service from the stage. You know, a lot of times when people hear from speaker trainers or those who, you know, teach others how to market their business from the stage or just, you know, deliver any kind of speaking from the stage, you you may hear the advice, um, tell them what it is that you're talking about, tell them why they should be doing it, but don't don't give them any how. You know, don't tell them how. You've got to make them buy the how. And I think that's just a bunch of baloney. I mean, like, mm-hmm. if you're really an expert and you've got a lot to share, then there's no way you're going to be able to give away the farm in a half hour, 45 minutes, you know, maybe even right. in an hour or an hour and a half presentation. You just can't. So you're there in service of the people who are sitting in the room in front of you. That's the whole reason you're there. The meeting planner wants you to come and serve them, whether it's providing you know, value in the terms of in terms of giving great information or even in entertainment. You're there to serve the people who are in front of you. And so when you start from that philosophy, 
people who maybe are feeling a little nervous to speak or people who are unsure about, you know, they have something to offer and they're not, you know, something that they do want the audience to buy and they're not sure exactly how to make that all work and come together. Well, if you start with the mindset of, I'm here to help these people, and you get on stage with that mindset, your nerves dissipate a bit, and you, and you naturally are there willing, able, and ready, and the information just comes forth from you, especially when you do what I do and a lot of my speakers do is we pray right before we go on stage. Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, please give me the words you want the people in this room to hear from me and from you right this moment. Let, please use me as a conduit to your word. And then, and then it just works. And so when you go yeah. with that mindset of service on the stage, things just work out beautifully. I love that. I was thinking of, too, one of the concepts that I learned early on or an idea, a picture in my mind is that um, right now this is my time to be on the platform, but actually if I were to sit down, every single person I'm speaking to would be able to come up here and teach me some things that they've learned, and wouldn't I be grateful for that? And that helps mm-hmm. me, too, because it, it levels the playing field. I'm not the big expert in everything in the whole world. I've actually just been brought in to talk about this thing, and that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to deliver quality on that. So I love that. Love that. Beautiful. Um, and you have actually six elements of a successful speaking business that work for you even when you're not on the stage. I'm dying to hear. What's number one? Okay. Next element is... Um, you know, in the in the speaking world, and this isn't really a word that I would normally use, but they call it your killer keynote speech, right? Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, and that's the one that that's the the big speech that you're known for. The uh, you know I call it your signature speech. Um, it's the speech that you're going to get paid to deliver, and so you've got to have an amazing presentation. It's got to be different. It's got to stand out. It's, it's, it's got to have some real good content in it because, again, the meeting planner is hiring you to deliver some really great content. So that's the first right. element. Okay. The, the great. second okay. element what is, yeah. yep, number two, is your on-stage delivery. And so it's, it's combined with the speaking, the speech itself. But I was a college professor of public speaking for a lot of years. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, you can have amazing content and terrible delivery, and that amazing content's going to fall flat every time. And conversely, you can have fantastic delivery, and and actually, research has shown that if you have fantastic delivery, people will forgive you for less than stellar content. But if you have both that are outstanding, then you're remembered. Then you get the standing mm-hmm. ovation then you make more money as a speaker. So you want to focus, you know, so many people come to me and they're like, oh, yeah, I want to make money as a speaker. How do I get booked? Okay, that is like, that's like the seventh question you should ask, right? <laughs> like after who's my audience and, and right. what kind of information do they hear and what am I an expert in and what, you know, like you mm. don't start with how do I get booked. You start with the speech itself and then the delivery. So content, then the delivery. So those are the first two really important elements. Yeah. And then, of course, the, the question everybody wants to know, the third element is you've got to know how to get books to speak. And it's a process. It's not, you know, it's, it's again, this is one of those things that, um, that a lot of speakers who kind of just do, do some searching and, you know, maybe they're, they're watching some videos or they're visiting websites and they figure, oh, okay, well, 
you know, these other successful speakers, they blog and they make videos and, and you know, they're, they're out there doing all this stuff. So I'm going to do all that. And then I'll just wait for the meeting planners to find me. Mm-mm. That is, that is, you can't, you can't rely on that. Or if you do, you'll get maybe one speech a year, which, you know, if that's what you want, then awesome. <laughs> but, but if you want to make a living as a speaker, then right. knowing how to get booked to speak goes beyond, uh, you know, simple um, outbound, really inbound kind of marketing and content marketing. Yes, content marketing is important, but you've also got to know what else goes behind that. Mm, wow, that's great. Okay, number four. All right, number four is your best-selling book. In fact, I just had a meeting um, a couple days ago with my um, my speakers bureau booking agent, and she and I chatted about this, and she said, listen, I'm actually releasing speakers who don't have a book because meeting planners don't want speakers that don't have books. It is assumed that if you are speaking that you have a book. It's just assumed. So that's it, – it's Again, if you're building a business as a speaker, then a, having a book is just part of what goes with the business. You're not only a speaker. You're a speaker. You're an author. You're an expert. And so, unless, I mean, unless you are someone who's a giant celebrity or you've you know, won so many Olympic gold medals that, that your name, like Michael Phelps, you know, is, a, is a household name, that kind of a thing. But m- most people here are listening are not that. So if you're not that, then you got you you got to you got you know, got to work your work your business like a business, and having a book is part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think the, I want to I want to throw I want to throw a little caveat in there um, for speakers who are are speaking at you know the local mother daughter teas and and Christmas celebrations you know with the church next door and the community next door and stuff. A lot of times that is not the case, but as soon as you start moving up into the bigger um, into the bigger venues, it is pretty much expected now. And, and yeah. you know, it's, it's, the external, it's the external stamp of professionalism that they're looking for. It's not really the book itself. That's how they're looking for that external stamp of professionalism is that you have one. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, even for, you know, even for the, you know, the, the woman who is, um, you know, standing up at church or you know, doing, doing the mother-daughter teas, well, she could have a devotional. She could Absolutely. have a journal, you know, and, and, you know, I'll and why not produce the journal? Yeah. It's not hard. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, one of my, one of uh, a best-selling book I have is, is uh, e-books, Idea to Amazon in 14 Days. And once you have it in an e-book version, you can turn it into a book very quickly within the next week. You know, and you, exactly. anybody can do this. Uh, the third grade class yeah. can do this. So you can do this. Okay. All right. What's yeah. number five? Yeah. Yeah. It's not hard to do. Um, so that's the, then the fifth element. I call it your sexy back end. <laughs> and we're not talking about the we're not talking about the thing that your husband's all excited about. But like, so is speaking as a business that should be what I call the beginning of the relationship. That's the first day that you meet them. It should not be the last day that these people ever see hear from you, see you, or anything. That's just day one. Then you want to think about building out this back end so that the people who have heard you, whether they're hearing you in the same town and, and you know, in, in your church or wherever you happen to be speaking, what else can you deliver to them that would be of value to them? 
maybe you you know you collect their emails with their permission. You do not collect emails and just add them to your list without them knowing that's what you're doing with it. Um, but then maybe you you create a membership program for them, or you um, or you send them some more free information. And maybe you are you do coaching or you do consulting, and so keeping in touch with them allows them to remember you so that when they need the kind of coaching that you're doing, you know, maybe you're a Christian life coach or something like that, um, they'll say, oh, yeah, I know this person. I, I know this woman. She's an amazing speaker. I saw her. I've been, I've been writing in her journal. I mean, like, they'll be thinking of you when, you're, when they're ready to take that next step as long as you do have that next step. That's what the that's what the back end is all about. Is something where people are attracted to sticking with you after you deliver a wonderful speech and they fall in love with you on stage. Well, then continue the relationship. It doesn't have to be a one night stand. <laughs> from the from the stage. <laughs> there we go. Okay, what's number six? Okay, the final element: branding and positioning. This is um, this is very important element. Um, again, this is—I just came up in conversation. We had a nice meeting, like I said, with my um, with my speakers bureau agent, and she—we talked about this a lot. And um, the website, and your one sheet, and your video, and and the pieces that you use to market yourself—they really speak volumes. And the the photos that you use, and and that kind of thing. So. Spend a couple of dollars and, and get somebody to take a professional headshot of you. You don't have you can spend less than a hundred dollars and get beautiful pictures of yourself that you'll be able to use for the next two, three, four, even five years. And so and I would I wouldn't recommend going beyond five years with a headshot, like because you know, I don't I don't look the same as I did five years ago and I don't think anybody else does either. So <laughs> so about every five years you get another headshot so that you know your hair especially if your hair is like vastly different or you know you play with the colors and, and the lengths and all that stuff because a meeting planner wants to see who they're gonna get. And so mm-hmm. keep that in mind. But you know, so the headshot that's gonna matter. Can can you get away with in the beginning somebody taking a nice clear picture of you with the, with your smartphone? Yeah, you could get away with that in the beginning. But if you want to make more money, you want to be seen as someone who is an expert. You want to be seen as someone who should be paid to show up to speak. Well, then you've got to look like that when they see you on social media, when they, when they visit your website, in all of your materials. It all needs to go together. So that's, that's about positioning and branding. I love that, and that's so true. Um, I always say uh, with the photos that a good a good photographer is just worth gold. And when you're thinking about what your photo is going to be used for, you have to imagine now this is an event planner. She's she's thinking of her posters, her flyers, her brochures for this event. Does she want that picture of you with Schnooky the dog or whatever, or does she want the professional headshot? So get the headshot. Okay, we're going to take a quick break here, come right back and talk about five keys to making money, as well as three ways to make $1,000 in the next 30 days. Get ready to write that down. And how to combine your speaking and writing to build an amazing, profitable business you love. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
find your next speaker at womenspeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring nearly 1,000 Christian women speakers from every state, denomination, and fee range, some near you. It's all available to you 24 hours a day, so you can start your most enjoyable speaker search anytime you have time. Search by location, name, topic, or fee range. Connect directly with the speakers you like using their social media links or the online connection box. It's really that easy. Womenspeakers.com has been the number one online connection place since 2002. Speaker profiles include a bio, professional headshot photo, a list of topics with descriptions, some references from people who've heard them speak, and so much more. It's all fast fun and free to search anytime you have time day or night check it out right now womenspeakers.com that's www.womenspeakers.com welcome back this is marty we're visiting today with felicia slattery of signaturespeechsecrets.com felicia let's go ahead and dive right into the five keys to making money as a speaker and three ways to make $1,000 in the next 30 days. So before we touch on this, first of all, you guys who are listening, I know that some of you are really just okay. You're okay with the plant. You're okay with the love offering. And that is, please don't think that we're saying that there's anything wrong with that because there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. In fact, God has different people, different places. You know, I, I have friends all over the world, missionaries who get paid, you know, basically, you know, just living things and that's their ministry. So if you choose to do that here, th- there's nothing wrong with that. Felicia's going to actually address those who are wanting to do speaking as, as a kind of a financial income thing where you need to actually make a living at this if you're going to be able to do this for God. So, Felicia, as we step into this, then, go ahead and talk about the five keys to making money. Yeah, you know, Marty, thanks for pointing that out. The truth is, if you've got a full-time job that you love and you know that God has given you that full-time job and you're there and the speaking that you do is just an on-the-side thing and whether you make money or not is fine, but if you use some of the ideas that maybe you get today as we're talking, maybe some of that money that you make, you can, you can tithe. You can give it all 100% as an offering. I mean, there's so many things you can do yeah. um, when yeah. you have that available to you. So, all right, the five keys are, the first key is marketing. People need to know about you and that you speak. So that's the first key. The second is credibility. You've got to establish your expertise. So, um, you know, again, some of the things that, that we talked about, making sure that your social media images, you know, and, and the images that you have show you as a credible person. Um, number three is integrity. You've got to deliver on what you promise before, during, and after your speech. This is something where some speakers will trip. And, uh, you know, they'll say, oh, I'll get you that. I'll get you my information, my, my headshot, mm-hmm. my bio, you know, as soon as they hang up. And then, you know, the, the kids start screaming, Mom, you know, it's summertime as we're recording this, and, you know, kids are home from school, and next thing you know, it's the end of the day. Oh, I'm tired. I'll just get it to her tomorrow. Well, if you promised somebody that you would get it to them today, that, is it a deal breaker that they get it first thing in the morning? No, but now you're, now you're out of integrity. You didn't do the thing that you said you would do. That's breaking a promise. And we don't, you don't want to set yourself up for that kind of, um, you know, that kind of, of I'm going to call it a failure, right? I mean, it's because it's just, it's a character challenge. Mm-hmm. And so yep. you want to just deliver what you promise. 
All right. Number I four. Think, you know, on that one, on that one, just let me put it in. Yeah. The whole thing, the whole thing with a planner booking you is that she has to trust that you're going to do what you say you're going to do once you're on the platform. Um, right. That she can sit there and not be on pins and needles the whole time you're up there. And if you start dropping the ball early in the relationship, or in fact, any time in the relationship, that does not, it's not conducive to a great relationship with that event planner. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. They get, they're very worried. And some, for some people, uh, you know, some event planners, this is their job on the line. And so they're worried right, the that reviews, if you don't right. do what you, yeah, mm-hmm. you couldn't be responsible for them losing a job. I mean, that, I've heard of that happening where there was a terrible speaker that came on and the meeting planner lost their job. Like, that's Absolutely. not right. So, yeah, you've got to <laughs> All right, number four, like what you just okay. said, relationships. That's the, that's the next key relationships. So yeah, having the tools are important, the marketing tools and all of that, but connections are what's better. It's the connections. It's the people who who see you speak and love you and start talking about you. It's It's the relationship that you develop with that meeting planner who they, you know, they have an annual event and they've got 15 breakout speakers and they just love you, and they want you back every single year to be one of their speakers right. every year at their, you know, at their ministry fair or whatever it is. So um, that, but it's maintaining those relationships. So that's the, um, that is the fourth key. The fifth key then is the business. You need to again. This is this is if you want to, if you really want to, if you're feeling called to make this a business where you can. I mean, I run my business. Marnie, I'm home with my kids. I started when they were one and three years old. I was a college professor, and I said, you know, Mm. I really want to be home and raise my own babies. My oldest just turned 16 two days ago, and my youngest is 13. And my older daughter was sitting here for the first part of this interview listening to me, and she finally was like, I heard this all before. I'm going. Because I've been (laughs) saving on my lap. Listening to me through seminars and webinars and interviews, right. like since they were babies. Right. So you know, if just thinking about being able to do a speaking as a business, um, it's an amazing way, especially for a mom, to be home and be available for your kids. And so think of what you're doing as a business, and you never know what doors can open for you when you're when you're ready to walk through them. Absolutely. Love it. And you actually have three ways to make $1,000 in the next 30 days using speaking. Yes. All right. Three possibilities. Number one, speak for free and sell something. Okay. So if, if you have something of value to sell and your time is of value, your knowledge is of value. So let me just use an example. Let's just say that you're like, well, I'm, I'm not a certified coach or I'm not a you know, consultant or anything like that. What do I know how to do? Well, let's just say you're posting recipes all the time on social media and your friends are like, you are amazing. Oh, my gosh, the food is fantastic. Well, guess what? You could do a presentation about feeding your family healthy meals over the summer, right, and, or maybe as we're getting into back to school, you know, next 30 days, we're, gonna, we're already at back to school time. How did that happen? Right? In the next 30 days, we're at back to school time. You put together a little presentation about here's how you can put together healthy lunches for your kids when they're at school so they're not eating, you know, whatever the junk is that the cafeteria might be kind of pushing on them. So here's how you make your kids have healthy lunches. You do a speech about that, 
And then guess what? You can invite people over to your home and do a cooking class in your home and charge them money for that. I know people who charge 50 to to $100 per person for that. So you get 10 people who pay you $100, there's 1000 bucks. That's just one time, right? Cool. Um, yeah. So that's, that's the first thing. So seek for free and sell something. Even if you don't think you have something to sell, think again because you probably do. Um, the cool. second way would be to speak at local sales offices like car dealers and real estate offices. And you can, you can ask for 250 to $500 and think about what do you have available in your knowledge and skill set that would be useful for someone who works in sales. Now, you might be thinking, well, I'm, I'm not a sales trainer or a sales speaker. I couldn't help those folks. But maybe you are a nurse and you know a lot about stress and stress relief. And, you know, because you've studied that in your nursing and, and the work that you do. Well, guess what? Salespeople are stressed out. <laughs> and, 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 they're, and the interesting thing is that most sales offices, again, real estate offices, um, car dealerships, they have a weekly sales meeting. And those sales managers, and that's the person you want to talk to is the sales manager, the sales managers of those organizations in a while they would they're very happy to have somebody come in and share something of value with their staff that'll motivate them or inspire them or or make them think or will help them do their job better or whatever it happens to be or or even help them live their lives better and so um just you're calling you're talking you want to talk to the sales manager or you know whoever's in charge of sales and say listen i got a presentation about blah 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 and I, I would love to come in and, and deliver it to your organization. And, you know, I'll only charge $250. You do one of those once a week for the next month, you made 1000 bucks. The third cool. way, and Great I think idea. people are going to love this, this third way is really fun. This is one of my favorite ways to make money is you speak as a fundraiser. And you get in touch with any organization you know that needs to raise money. So any church, any not-for-profit any group and you say, listen, let's do this fundraiser. It's going to be, it'll be a really, really fun way to, um, to raise money. And you say, listen, what I'll do is I'm going to put together a presentation and whatever, whatever your speech would be, whatever the presentation would be, I'm going to put together this presentation. And what we'll do is we'll charge, we'll tell everybody we're doing this as a fundraiser and I'll use the easy number. We'll charge $20 for people come now you, they could charge 50 they could charge 100 whatever it is they could make it a potluck if they want to make it a potluck so people get to eat right people get to bring a dish and share it or not it doesn't have to be food related but you know church people like food so <laughs> show up to stuff for food. <laughs> um, so you know that's kind of a fun thing to do and so but let's just say it's 20 bucks a person and so the organization gets 10 and you get 10 as the speaker and then if you happen to, that's per person, so, you know, you get, do the math, you get 100 people in the room, you made $1,000. But what if you also sell something and you say, listen, everything that um, everybody who buys something, like let's say you have your, you have your, your journal or your devotional or you, you're going to sell that, that cooking class that you do in your house or whatever it happens to be. Everybody who buys something, I'm going I'm to um, do an offering right back and I'm going to donate 10% right off the top 
um, right back to the organization. So now the organization makes even more money, and the people feel great about buying from you because they know what they're buying from you that they want anyway. They're gonna, they're you know, giving also to that organization. That, that you couldn't have a greater win-win-win uh, opportunity um, than this. I love it. Fantastic. Well, that was awesome. We've got so much ground to cover. Do not go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break, come right back, and talk about how to combine your speaking and writing, how to uh, use social media to get yourself booked, seven reasons even professional speakers still sometimes agree to speak for free, and so much more. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Leaders across America rely on womensevents.info to find the major Christian women's events coming to their area. Womensevents.info is the only online directory of its kind featuring all the upcoming major Christian women's events. You are invited to search for events coming near you or to add your own major Christian women's events. Everything's easy and accessible over at womensevents.info. That's www.womensevents.info. Welcome back. This is Marty, and we are excited to have you with us this afternoon for speaker training with Felicia Slattery of SignatureSpeechSecrets.com. Um, right now, we're going to talk about combining speaking and writing to build an amazing, profitable business you love. And one of the things that, uh, you know, you touched on it early in the hour, please, Chad, that um, you can't possibly share everything you know in a 20-minute speech or even an hour and a half. And I see you can't possibly share everything you know in a weekend retreat or a conference. You just have, when you have an area of expertise, God has given you this amazing pool of information that you think everybody has, but they don't. And so when we're thinking about speaking and writing, it just is a hand and glove relationship. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, you're, I mean, you're right. There's just, there's no way you can give away all that information because the knowledge that you have from studying what you've studied is so vast and so deep. And the people that are sitting in front of you, it's so easy to forget. You know, when I started my business in 2006, I thought I was a life coach. And I went and got life coach training. Now, meanwhile, I'm teaching college public speaking classes and communication courses. And um, I've got two master's degrees in training and another one in communication. Like, I, it, it's screaming at me. This is my area of expertise. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not having enough. I, I need to get certified in something like, hello, like two master's degrees is enough certification. So I was like, <laughs> so I got life coach certification and I was going to do that. And then about nine months into it, I had um, a, a coach ask me, why are you not, um, why are you not teaching people public speaking skills for their businesses? And I was like, everybody knows how to do that. They had it in high school or college. Like, they don't need me to teach them again what they already learned once. And she was like, yeah, you might want to think about that again. And, and that's when wow. I started to look around and I realized, oh, wow, this thing that just, I, I mean, I've been speaking. The first time I spoke in front of hundreds, there were probably more than a thousand people, was when I was seven years old and I was asked to read at my first Holy Communion at church. And <laughs> people listened to me. And I was like, mommy, I want to do this again. And she was like, um, okay. <laughs> So I've been a lector since <laughs> right. I was a child. I did every um, play. I did every – I competed in speaking. So for me, mm. I've been trained my entire life in being in front of people. So it's, it, it feels like it's second nature to me. But it's a skill. And anybody can learn how to do it. Anybody can learn right. how to get better at it. 
And so that's one of the things and how and why I teach is because, yeah, you can get better at it, but it's easy to take for granted a gift or a skill or an ability that God has given you that you have and that you've taken time to hone and develop over the course of your lifetime. It's easy to think, oh, everybody can do that, but they can't. Right. Right, and you actually you actually did your book, uh, your best-selling book on this uh, on this topic, twenty-one ways to make money speaking. I mean, you totally took your brand and wrote your book uh, about it. So tell the listener, like, if they're just trying to think, of, get their head wrapped around this now, how do they build yeah. an amazing, profitable business with speaking and writing? Okay, so a lot of people who are who are speaking or are wanting to speak. They are already, a lot of them have started doing blog posts and writing blogs. Well, you can take, um, you can take blog posts and combine them together, and that can become a book, right? A book doesn't have to be this long 500-page, you know, long treatise, memoir of your entire life. I mean, it can be a short little pithy thing. My, um, in, in Bookland, we look at words. We don't look at pages because you can, you can, you mess around with pages with font sizes and formatting and all that. So my 21 ways book was contracted from the publisher to be 10,000 words. Now, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if you go to any Microsoft word document on your, on your on your computer right now, you can look and see how many words um, anything is that you've written and you'll be shocked at how easy and fast it is to get to, 10,000 words. And if you want to if you want to write a Kindle book, I think the threshold for Kindle books is a, is about 2,500 words. I mean, that's just a long blog post. And you could turn that into a Kindle book, and now you've got a book and what that does is we talked earlier about it builds your credibility, it helps you stand out in front of others so that there if there's other people that are being considered for this speaking slot and you're the one who has the book, you're the one who gets picked. And then the cool thing is if you want to build, again, a, a, a profitable business, then what you do is you create an in-depth training to go with that book that goes with the speech, and then people will pay you for the training. So when I launched my 21 Ways to Make Money Speaking book back in 2012, I, um, I, it wasn't, I, I, I wasn't the publisher on record. So the publisher made all the money from the book. I didn't make any money. You know, I, I got a few dollars on royalties, but I mean, she was selling it for $7. Are you kidding me? So, um, <laughs> so, so I'm not going to get rich on that. But what I did was about a week after I launched the book, I said, come and we're, I'm going to do a free teleseminar or webinar, whatever it was at the time. And I'm going to talk to you about, you know, some of the 21 ways and we'll get in depth with some of the things. And at that time I offered a $500 program. I think I made $6,000 that day. So, yeah. you know, I mean, like, that's pretty good money wherever, whatever day you're having. <laughs> right, right. And then thinking a little outside the box, you know, and, and I think that that's the biggest surprise for somebody going into publishing. Um, you know, you're going to get 70 cents or a buck per book. There's going to be your portion of it. And, you know, that's assuming the book is, you know, $15. And so, uh, you know, it's just not going to be where you're going to make most of the money. It's got to be outside that box to that so I do want to move on because we've got other great content here and my gosh you're doing a great job (laughs) okay so a few a few of your favorite tips for social media okay 
So if you want to get booked using social media, um, the first thing is you got to take a look at your, your profile. I call it doing a social media audit of yourself. Um, if, you're, if, if every post or every other post is you screaming about whatever injustice or whatever <laughs> political hot point is that you have, um, you're not going to get booked unless, unless it's by that particular group who you are supporting, right? Like, right. And they'll be the only people. So we're not, yeah. you don't want to be alienating the world. That's ridiculous. So delete all those. Um, you can't act like a crazy person on social media. No, nobody wants a crazy person. Like you can have strong convictions and you can, ha- and, and there's a way to present strong convictions in a way that is very powerful and also at the same time, not off-putting. So feel free to share your strong convictions. Don't be a jerky, mean, angry pants. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so look at that. Do the audit. Um, Change your profile, your header, your description, and make sure you include in whatever it is that you say you do for a living, add the words and speaker. Okay? So many people who say they're speakers or they want to speak, they don't have that listed on their profile as in the work that they do. Like, well, how are people going to know? So add and speaker to whatever it is that you do. Mm-hmm. All right. Then you've got, to, you've got to tell people that you speak. And so every once in a while, you know, when you create a, a marketing piece, when you are interviewed on a podcast, when you are, when you write a blog post, when you make a video, you remind people, say, hey, by the mm-hmm. way, I, you know, when I, when I speak on stage about this, blah, 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 um, you know, last time I was on stage, blah, blah, blah. And this isn't every post, but you've got to remind right. people because if you're not reminding they them, they're not going to know. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, and then you want to leverage each speaking gig. So, you know, with one speaking gig, you could make, you could make a dozen posts that are not in people's faces like, oh, good grief, is she going to keep talking about the same one thing? You know, I mean, because you'll talk to a meeting planner generally a couple of months before the speaking gig. Hey, just got off the phone with a meeting planner, so excited, I'm going to be speaking in, you know, September, and I can't wait. Great. And then, uh, you know, a month later, I'm working on my speech that's coming up in September and I'm putting together my slides and I'm excited. Or where does somebody know where you could get good pictures for slides for a a presentation? I'm working on my speech for September, right? So you could ask questions. And so you just, you just talk about, about your speaking on a regular basis. Again, not every, every post, nothing like that, but enough that people see it. And they're reminded, oh, okay, I can't tell you how many people say to me, wow, you, you're speaking all the time, you're traveling, you're everything. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm home a lot. <laughs> but right, it, right. It's so the perception. And the thing is that, you know, the thing is that being a speaker is different from going to work at the Burger King. I mean, when you go to work at Burger King, you clock in, you clock out, you're done. Being a speaker, you have all these stages that go into a talk, you know, and they're all legit. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I want you to really fast right now just slam out seven reasons that even professional speakers will sometimes agree to speak for free. <laughs> okay, it's, it's when you need stuff. Here's the seven things. When you need new video and photos on stage, that's number one. Number two, when you need testimonials from audience and meeting planners, um, that's the second reason. The third is when you've got something you can sell, go speak for free. What, number four is when you need exposure in a certain market. You change. You got a new topic, and they've never heard of you before over there. Go speak for free. They'll know who you are then. Um, number where am I? Five. Five. You can uh, <laughs> when you want to test something. 
when you want to test something new with yeah. your speech or content, mm-hmm. the real world feedback, right? You wrote a you wrote a new joke. You try something that you think is funny. Go speak for free and see if people laugh. Um, when you don't have a marketing budget and you want to market a service, a product, or information based business for free, go speak for free. Um, and then when you need to build your confidence in a real world environment, there's nothing like having an audience smiling, laughing at your jokes, applauding at the end, even if it's polite applause. It still makes you feel good that you're out there using your God-given skills. So there you go. Seven. Knocked out. Wow. Okay, you guys, I just want to pause because you did that amazingly well. Um, I just want to pause and just uh, show you here what, what Felicia did. Now, I didn't know if I'd have time to do this, but we do. Um, I asked you to slam out seven. You did not do a partial slam or kind of a shortened version. I mean, you just slammed them out. 60 seconds, you had all seven of them out here for us. And, and you guys, I am basically, if you want to consider it, as the show host here, I'm the event planner, right? So, Felicia, when I bring you on, and I could trust you that when I asked you to slam them out, you were going to do it. You weren't going to take seven minutes. Give me one minute when I ask you to slam them out, you know? Um, that's how we want to be with our event planners, whatever they ask. You know, you maybe had more content planned. Their 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 schedule is changing and shifting. Uh, Felicia, you just speak to this for one moment. Yeah, well, you know, I'm also a radio show host myself, and I know that. Listen, I have this exact many minutes, <laughs> and right. then the exactly. show's over, or we're going we're cutting to a break. And so when my producer <laughs> is, is is showing me one finger for one minute, it's like get in when I gotta get in, or don't get it in at all. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it it goes back to that integrity thing we talked about earlier, where it's like, you asked me to do something. I'm here as your guest. I'm happy to deliver what it is you're asking me to do. It's about our relationship that we're building. It is fantastic. And still delivering quality content. I mean, that was awesome what you just shared. Well, you guys are going to take one last break, come back and talk about three technology myths that most stop speakers from sharing their God-given messages five must-have marketing materials you've got to have, and three steps partnering with God in your speaking business to increase your revenue significantly. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Are you ready to experience your best life possible and share biblical success principles with others? Register for the SPY Coach Certification Program today. SPI, or S-P-I, stands for Success Principles Intensive. It's a six-hour online program that equips you to fully comprehend and train biblical success principles. You can check it out today over at Marnie.com. It's available as part of the mentorship program, or you can buy it as a standalone certification program. Learn more now at Marnie.com. That's M-A-R-N-I-E.com. And welcome back. This is Marnie Swedberger visiting today with Felicia Slattery of SpeechSecrets.com. Felicia, I'm just loving this hour. And as you were talking about um, the, uh, the, you know, how to how to use social media and to just touch every point, you know, every point you're touching, that one, use it again as a post. That's exactly what I teach and what I've done over the years. It helps so much. And Speakers really fail to um, appreciate how quickly uh, top-of-mind awareness goes away. I mean, it, it is not always there. You have to continue to to put yourself out there. Absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, even if it feels like – I mean, I've been talking about this signature speech stuff since 2007. Are you kidding me? Like, has not everybody in the world heard me say all these things? 
No, they haven't is the actual answer. And I'm going to keep saying it like it's the first time people are hearing it because it is the first time some people are hearing it, and it's important for them. So, yeah, top of mind, it's important to maintain that. And social media, it's like you blink and there's something happening that's different. You could post every other day and people wouldn't even get tired of it because the likelihood of them even seeing those kinds of posts, the same person seeing the same, you know, seeing those posts is very low because of the way the algorithms work and blah, blah, blah. So it's okay. Don't feel like you're beating people over the head with it. You're not. Yeah, love it. Okay, what are our three technology myths that stand in the way? Okay, so the first myth is you have to have PowerPoint or slides in every presentation. That's dumb. You don't. (laughs) And, in fact, even if, if, if a meeting planner asks specifically and they say we want you to have slides, well, then great. Then you need slides. But I'll tell you, more meeting planners than not would prefer that you not have slides because, slides can be a pain for them just as much as they are for a speaker. So you don't need slides. And, in fact, in many cases, it's preferable to not have them. So that's one myth. The second um, is that you need to make your presentations interactive using apps, mobile mobile kind of things, video. Like you'll hear out there in the world, oh, yeah, you got to get people to opt in using the mobile, the mobile phone opt-in thing. And you get lost in the technology of that. Like, listen. If you want to collect people's email addresses, all you have to do is show up with a piece of paper with some, with some uh, you know, I, I print it out of my computer so it looks a little bit more formal than a yellow notepad. But, um, you know, with, with a blank for their name and a blank for their email address and a little information on top about what they're getting, that sheet of paper around the room, honey, and that's all you need to do. And I'm telling you I've made, well, I've, I've made an entire living for the last decade doing exactly that. It's easy and it's so you don't have to worry about any of that. You don't have to use video that. during speeches. Um, because guess what? <laughs> At the beginning of the hour, for folks who may not have been here, there was a little technical snafu. What I teach my speakers mm-hmm. is here's one thing you know about technology. It's going to fail. We don't know when. We don't know where. We don't know how it's going to look. But we know it's going to fail. So now you've got to have plan B ready. And for the people who are relying on slides, relying on video, if you've ever been in a room where there was a speaker who was relying on something like that and it just didn't work <laughs> and you've seen them struggle, they didn't have a plan. They didn't hear me say, you got to have a plan B. <laughs> so where were um, we? real important. <laughs> Number right. three. And then the third thing, the third myth is before you can get on stage, you need to create your whole online presence. Not true. I know speakers who have built an entire business without a website. With just nothing, they just it's it's networking. They're local. They're happy to present locally. You do not let somebody tell you, oh, you need to spend five thousand dollars and develop your whole website, and you need to blog, and you need to you need to get a YouTube channel, and you need to like eventually, yeah, you need those things to get started. You don't. When I started speaking, I didn't have any of those things. I just started speaking. I just started telling people, hey, I'm a speaker. I've got a presentation about this. I'd love to deliver it for free to your group. Great, come on in. They're happy to have you, um, especially if you're willing to, to present for free. So don't feel like, oh, I have to get all this stuff set up. I can't speak until I've got all this. You can start to speak right away. Yeah, I love it. That's so important. And I was thinking, too, a lot of speakers think that they can't do it until they have this speech all absolutely perfect and polished, and that's just not true. I remember when I started womenspeakers.com in 2001, and um, one of the very first speakers uh, spoke 200 times a year, 
and mm-hmm. she sent in uh she sent in a little video over you know mm-hmm. it wasn't little at the time it was a big video but um anyway <laughs> she sent it over and I watched it and she stood she stood up behind the podium she put her glasses on and she read her speech her content was so funny that everybody's absolutely rolling on the floor laughing even though she never uh-huh. really barely looked up and uh-huh. uh, I realized in that moment it's not all about that you know just wherever God has you just start and you'll get more yep. comfortable and you'll get better at it as you go. And just don't let these things stop you. I love this. Okay. I must have marketing materials for every successful speaker. Okay. So the first thing you need is a social media presence on two places, LinkedIn and Facebook. Don't, don't worry about all the other ones. LinkedIn and Facebook with video. So start using video in your social media. You, I mean, you can go live on Facebook. And you can um, you can upload video to LinkedIn natively. Um, you can it, it's not live on LinkedIn exactly, but you can record video right on LinkedIn, and then it'll using their app, and it'll automatically upload right for you. So um, social media presence with video is important. You need a headshot. We talked about this, but we're just we're laying them out again as the five materials. You need a headshot. You need a speaker one sheet. The one sheet is kind of like a marketing flyer, if you're not familiar with what a one sheet is. It's basically a flyer that has your picture on it, your bio on it, like why should they care about you and what do you know and, you know, what's some of the cool stuff about you that you know that, that the audience would be interested in. And then the title of your speech and then a description of what the audience members are going to learn, discover, um, you know, change, experience, whatever during the presentation. That's what goes on the one sheet. So you need a one sheet. Um, you need a business card that says you're a speaker. You need that. <laughs> because especially if you're out in the community and you're walking around and you're like, hey, this is who I am what I do. And on your business card, please don't make your, um, your email address be Gmail, Yahoo, or AOL. Your email address needs to be a professional one associated with a .com. It's, you could spend about 10 to $12 a year for a .com email address. And even if you never set up the website at all.com, you can still get, you can still use that as a professional email. There's, there's email right on those sites. And if you wanted to, if, you, if you're like, well, I'm not going to remember to log in and check somewhere else, well, then just forward the, your professional email.com mm-hmm. to right. your Google or your Yahoo or wherever. But the, what you're presenting, this is the branding and positioning again, what you're presenting to the world is, I'm a serious and professional person who's serious and professional about what I do because a meeting planner is looking for that serious professional person that they can put in front of their people. They see Gmail and they go, oh, okay. That's a, that's a yellow flag. That's a warning that this person is not very professional and I'm not sure exactly what to do next. So you need a business card. You've got to have an actual email. Um, and then you do want to have a website and a blog. Now, it's easy to get a blog today. Very easy. There's lots of places. And, I mean, some people use Twitter as a blog. Um, but, you, I mean, you can get a WordPress blog for free. You can go to Wix and get a Wix website for free. Um, my, word, my website is, a word, is on WordPress. There are themes you can get for free. This is, it does not have to cost a lot of money to, to put up a website and a blog that just tells us a couple pages that tells a little bit about you, has a contact page on there, um, and then start sharing some of your material online. Now, again, you don't need any of these things to start speaking. 
But as you develop and you start to step into this as a thing that you're going to do on a regular basis, well, you want to have the marketing materials and tools in place. Absolutely. I want to just tag back around a little bit. If you have not done a speaker one sheet yet, there's a training in Marnie's Friends under speaking. Just scroll down and it's about halfway down. There's a whole training on how to do that uh, just right. Also, um, in the blog at Marnie.com, there is a how to create, how to get your www.yourname.com uh, um, today. I mean, you can do it in 15, 30 minutes. So don't, don't, wait because you don't know how there's how to's out there and i love yep. living now felicia we can learn how to do anything i mean it's like amazing oh my gosh so amazing yeah <laughs> yes. my breath yes. away okay yes. let's talk and about by the way research. and there's templates yeah, yeah. for everything in the world. there's a template there for is. everything so like there i is. have one sheet templates that i sell i mean if somebody if you just want to oh, google okay. speaker sure. one sheet templates they come up you know but um i mean i, I there's a template I have check. I sell checklists and templates for all kinds of things for speakers. But there's all there, and they're out there, and they exist. They're either free or very low cost for stuff. So you don't have to feel like you know. Well, I need to be a millionaire to start being a speaker. Like you don't. You can get things for very very low price. Right. Or like you said, Marnie, you can learn stuff. What a wonderful age that we live in. I mean, you can learn all kinds of things. Uh-huh. We are so spoiled. I'm so grateful for all the people who keep putting content out there. And when you put your content out there, you guys, I'm going to be grateful to you. <laughs> okay. So three steps to partnering with God in your speaking business to increase your revenue significantly. What's the first one? Okay. So the first one, um, this is going to sound weird, but um, is to make the decision to have God as your business partner. Now, mm-hmm. I've been a faithful person my whole life. I mean, like I said, I was... My first speaking was in, in was in church when I was seven years old. So I mean, like my whole life, this is I've, you know my faith has been a part of my life, and it never occurred to me until I read a book last fall called Grace Over Grind by a woman named Shay Bynes, where she talked about how God's vision for our life is not to be grinding but to be living in grace, and for those of us who are business owners, that we should actually be partnering with God as our business as a, as our business partner. Never even occurred to me, <laughs> which mm-hmm. again may sound weird. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh, and the way cool. she talked about it was like God should, like almost as if you would have a physical in-person business partner where you consult, mm-hmm. and you talk to, you know, let's talk over some ideas and um, and have a daily business meeting with God, which is what actually led to to my my most recent book, which is a journal called the Daily Business Meeting with God Journal. And, love uh, and I did that because she, because she, I called her and I was like, I love the book. I got to be an advanced reader. Love the book. Tell me about mm. this daily business. You got an agenda? And she goes, uh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I, I kind of need an agenda. She said, just sit down, pray, you know, the notebook. And so I did. And I kept, I was asking God and, you know, I kind of got mm. that, that divine download and, um, yeah. and I felt called to turn it into a book. And I was like, okay, so it's a book now. Um, so make the decision. Yeah. That's the first step. Make the decision that God is going to be your business partner and then treat him like your business partner. Have a meeting with him, consult him in, in all of the decisions, even in like, I don't know what color I should go with on this logo. Let me pray about it for a second, which may sound silly, but listen, God wants you to bring Mm -hmm. the small things just like the big things. Exactly. So, Mm -hmm. all right. 
So that's the first thing is make the decision. The second then is to surrender. God needs to be the majority partner. I'm just saying. So <laughs> I was working on at the time that I that I wrote the daily business meeting with God journal. I w- I was working on um, another book, and um, had been working on it for months. And I felt called very, very clearly that I needed to, to not work on that book anymore and, and make this daily business meeting with God journal. And I resisted it for a few days. And finally, I was like, all right, if this is all supposed to be an exercise and God being my business partner and me surrendering my business to God, and I feel called to do this and I don't do it, is that actually in line with what I say is important to me? No, it's not. All right, fine. I'll write this stupid book. So, so I did. I'll tell you what. I got done in six days mm-hmm. from no, beginning I to it. end, in, mm-hmm. including including the cover, the interior layout, having it posted yeah. on Amazon. Working wow. I mean, like when God wants something to be done, He just yeah. makes it be done. Absolutely, you know? He's amazing. So, be willing Love to surrender God. to that power. <laughs> okay, what's number three? Part, number three is to, and then take action. Don't just sit with it and be like, oh yeah. God wants you to move. He wants you to use the gifts, the skills, and the abilities that you have to serve other people. They're not for you to hoard and keep in your own self. They're not for you to be like, well, I don't think I'm ready yet. If God is calling you, you're ready. So take that Mm -hmm. action that you feel called and prompted to take. And that's how you partner with God to develop an amazing business. I love this. I tell you what, you and I are soul sisters. We just are preaching the same thing all the time, and you are doing an amazing job of um, sharing this this information with people in your book, 21 Days to Make Money Speaking, as well as your programs that you offer. You guys want to be sure to check out Felicia's website at SignatureSpeechSecrets.com. Felicia, what are they going to find over there? Oh gosh. Well, I have um, I have some free gifts over there at signaturespeaksecrets.com. It's about how do you use this? Uh, how do you speak for free and get out there and and um, and put yourself in front of people and the kinds of places where you want to speak for free and um, you know and the kinds of meeting planners and um, all of the different kinds of you know things that you'll need to know about speaking for free. There's also if you're feeling a little nervous and, and usually people who are listening to a, a radio show or a podcast about speaking are generally not nervous, but if you're just dipping your toe into this and you're like, I don't know if I really can do this, I've got something about how you can get over that fear and that anxiety uh, around speaking. So um, some some really cool tools. And um, and then you'll hear from me and I'll send you other free information and videos. And, and I do warnings. Last week I sent out an email to my people about, um, about a scam that was being perpetrated against mm-hmm. people. So I just share all kind of useful information whenever I get it that I think will be helpful. So. That's what you'll get. Uh, well, thank you so much for your life. Thank you for your ministry and your work. And thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And you guys, thank you for being here. Um, just love it when you come and join us. I just received a huge honor from Blog Talk Radio this past week where when they introduced their brand new website layout, they chose Marty's Friends to be on the front page. Yay! So just know that all of you who come live, it really does make a difference for all of you who listen to the archives, iTunes and Stitcher and all the syndicate stations around the net. Thank you so much for hosting us and thank you for listening. And I can't wait to see you again next time. For now, have a wonderful day, and we'll see you next time on Marty's Friends. Bye-bye.